we are Stephen and Jill. Together, we've been buying and reselling land since the 90s. Our data-centric approach leaves our buyers asking, how can you sell it so cheap? Here on the Land Academy Show, we answer that and more. Stephen Jill here. Howdy. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today, Jill and I talk about coaching real estate agents about our land business. How about coaching real estate agents about the land business? I'm not uh, real excited about talking about real estate agents. I'm not really excited about talking about coaching real estate agents and teaching them about our land business because almost none of them understand it. But Jill is. Jill told me she's really excited to talk about this today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll Before get we get there. into it, let's take a question posted by one of our uh, members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And I'll tell you, last year, a ton of Land Academy members came to Jill and I needing extra help getting blind offer campaigns in the mail. In a very short, uh, descriptive way, Jill and I made a company out of it. We made a service out of it for Land Academy members called Concierge Data. If you go to offers, then the number two owners.com, uh, ask them about outsourcing your entire mail process mm -hmm. uh, because that's what it's set up for. That's what I do. Like you give them your data. order, you tell them the property size and you give them the zip codes or the county and they pull the data, they do the scrubbing, um, all under your direction, but same, they do the work. Same exact <laughs> people that I have do my yeah. mailers and have done uh, long before it, that whole entity had a, a name. Yep. Exactly. Stephen wrote, um, we have a seller that wants the purchase of the property to be contingent on us installing a fence around it. Who flipping cares if he's selling it? I love your reaction this to this. hilarious. Because this imploded on Discord. What the heck? I'll sell it to you, but you got to pay for a fence. <laughs> what? And why do you need a fence if you're selling it? Exactly. So anyway, go ahead. Okay. The property would require about one mile of fencing, and it's not a cheap endeavor. Of course not. Has anyone had a seller make a strange request like this? Nope. Is this something that can be written in and dealt with through escrow and can be done after the close on the deal? I don't want to spend money on installing a fence, just have the sellers back out. Yeah, this is the weirdest thing on the planet. He could put in a deed restriction or something, but that doesn't make any sense. What? He I, must I, live next door and a, say, I want a line. That's what everybody said online. Yeah, he's going so, to live next door and I want everybody to know that this is my, this is my dance spay area. This is yeah. your dance area. The only logical reason, and I'm not saying logic applies here, it might just be no logic applies. Just be wackos, is that they don't want to pay for, they have an adjacent property mm -hmm. and they don't want to pay for a fence. That's got to that, be it. That's what I would think. That's the only one. I would never, never do this, this, by the way. Nope. This is the biggest red flag ever. No. I, I would just say no. And, and mm -mm. you know, if you're neighbors and you want to split the cost, now we can talk about that. But this just doesn't... Um, the person's either messing with you or they don't understand. Sense. That's a lot. <laughs> oh my, could you imagine? How long would that take? That's uh, a long time. Know, it depends, you know, if it's barbed wire, it's not that long. Uh, and that would be the cheapest way, but like a cyclone fence, that would take, with, with footings silly. and everything, that's kooks. Yeah. Today's topic, coaching real estate agents about our land business. This is the meat of the show. So I was mentioned this yesterday. You know, for, and it's still going on where uh, I have, I have multiple very good land focused, uh, motivated real estate agents that I work with. That part's great. 
But in the last few months, I've had a little bit of a shift. So I kind of wanted to bring it up here and I wanted to see if you had any experience like this as well. Please comment, by the way. We're, we get those comments get to us on the YouTube and, and wherever you find um, the show here. I, I'm finding some people that are like, no, I don't want to do that one. Or they're coming up with some obstacles in a, that are not obstacles. So here's an example. So I've had this great property um, in a state that starts with a T. I'll just say <laughs> it at that. Um, actually, it's Tennessee. It doesn't matter. Great property. And I had this agent... Um, go check it out. It's gorgeous. It's on a hill. It's a pretty view. It's nice size. You know, I wouldn't have bought it if it's not a great property. So what's come up is that the agent went out and looked at it and we came back complaining about two things. Um, number one, they said uh, HOA seems to be defunct. Uh, they don't exist. And then their second thing was, yeah, I could get uh, access. And I'm like, hold on right there. I'm like, well, number one, if the HOA is defunct or never even got started, I can't remember which one it was, that's uh, uh, something to celebrate. <laughs> serious. If there's, oops, we thought there's an HOA and now there is none, that's when you jump up and down. Like, great. I don't have to worry about dues or restrictions mm -hmm. or whatever else is going on. What else do you celebrate when it gets dissolved or dismantled? No, oh, hold on a moment. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but this is a celebration. I'm like, why is this agent think that's a bad thing? Number one. And then the second thing about the access, she said, yeah, you know, um, I could get to the property. You know, there's there was an access issue. So I'm like, wait a minute. Correct me if I'm wrong. There's a house across the street. Yep. Could you get to the house? Yep. Oh, she. But she apparently, you know, the access because, was I couldn't drive the whole perimeter. Yeah, because she. Uh, what? She, her 1989 Cat Coupe de Ville. But she could get there. Cadillac Coupe de Ville wasn't the perfect vehicle to get drive right up to it and celebrate it. No, and I think she could. No, but there's maybe not. So here's the whole point. I said, something else is going on here. Maybe it was windy that day too. She was uncomfortable. Something else. She just doesn't want to sell this yeah. property. There's something about this property. She doesn't buy into it. Maybe it's too far. Sure. Or maybe sure. who knows what. She's but not a land person. Right. There, well, she was a land person, but maybe the, the spread wasn't as much. I don't know. There's some underlying reason. So I thought, you know, so what's funny is I said, here. so I wrote back. I'm like, all right, this all goes through my transaction corner. And then the notes get to me and I write back. And then and then my transaction corner makes it look pretty. Not my exact notes. <laughs> my exact notes and how I word them are, 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 are softened. And um made nice before they get to the agent. So the the whole gist was like, you know, I'm like, are, are they nuts? I'm like, Jan, I don't think this person really wants to sell this property. Can you find out if they don't, you know, do they want out of this? Not five hours pass. And here come the, uh, the DocuSign to get out of the deal, to not uh, market the property for me. I'm like, what was this person's problem? So I don't know what it was. So the point today is, you know, sometimes you have to coach them. Um, and I still have a lot of great agents that I give them little tweaks and they go, oh, thank you. You know, and it's kind of sucks that it happens that I find things like, you know what, you're showing up like you go on Zillow, you're accidentally showing up over here, you're not showing up over here. Like sometimes they don't have land checked. 
They might have, and maybe it's mobile friendly. I'm like, could you check the mobile box too? That's a nice little tip. They're like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. I said, so then it shows up on the mobile feed and the land feed because it should, because by the way, it has a whole, has a well, and there used to be a mobile on it. Someone great looking for mobile, you know, land might need to know that it's mobile ready, you know, and that's why it should be there. Like, that's brilliant. And like, and can you add a few more sentences about this, this, and this, and this, and, you know, even so much as not the best lead photo, but boy, number three, knock my sock off, socks off. If you could uh, change the order, I hate to have to do this much, but sometimes you do. So, and the, the right agents are coachable and they want to know. And once you get to know, and you're, you know why? Here's the whole point too. They want to sell the property fast also because they get paid faster. And they want to get sold cheap. Right. And so you <laughs> helping them yeah, that's the good get news. it sold faster and they get their commission and they get paid out, you know, makes them want to work with you and do more deals. There's so a misconception, so misconception that real estate agents want to sell properties for more money uh, because their their commission's higher. And I've never met a real estate agent where that's the case. They want to sell it fast. They want you, uh, the seller, cheap. to be helpful yeah. and they want you to sell it cheap. They just want to get in and out of it just like you do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so sometimes you have to help them. Like I had one the other day, they said they came up with a number like I think I could sell for twenty thousand, whatever. I said, how about we call it nineteen seven? Because I I said let's be some let's get some funky numbers in there because it does get people's attention. Yeah. Like our offers, you know, when we send out our offers, they're not. I'm not offering to buy your property for ten thousand. I'm offering to buy your property for nine nine thousand three hundred and sixty eight and forty two cents. <laughs> you know that gets people's attention. So be creative. Um, I've long said that's and uh, unwavering, unwaveringly said, including today, staffing is the most challenging part of this business. It, it was from day one and it continues to be now. The prevalence of 1099 uh, subcontractors and uh, like things like Upwork and, and VAs and all that has never been stronger than Today, a great example of that uh, is hiring a real estate agent, and they should be treated the same way. So when I get a VA in the Philippines, in our case, uh, to do work for us, I create a little video. I tell them how or what I want. I want it, and I show them this is what I want when you send it back. And I put some time into it. It's the same thing with a real estate agent. If you take some time to find the product that you are going to believe uh, as a business owner works for you, uh, and find an example out there on the internet so that you can send it to the real estate agent and Perfect. say right out of the box, this is what I expect. I know this listing is not in Tennessee. This listing's uh, in Kentucky or Michigan or wherever, but I love how it's listed. I love that there's 32 pictures. I love these drone shots. I love the drive right up to it video. I love the long, 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 long description that tells me a story about how the rest of my life is going to go if I buy that uh, lot and put a, uh, my dream cabin on it. And so... No agents know this stuff. The, the tiny, tiny, very small percentage of real estate agents understand what's required to really productively sell a property quickly, especially land. You have to tell them. You know, that's and good- and mm-hmm. especially in this hot market, it's worse and worse and worse because it's so easy to sell property doing nothing and being lazy right now as a real estate agent. It's true. You know, we have sat through the courses and gone all the way and taken and passed the tests and not pulled the trigger on our licenses. But I wanted to know what they knew. Nowhere in there is there anything that we talk about filling out the MLS listing paperwork. That's covered. So you know how to do that. But there no one talks about 
writing a good description and what photos to get and putting the toilet seat down and staging it and turning on the lights, you know, mm -hmm. um, things like that. It's not talked about. So this, so you can't expect them to know that out of the gate. But, and let me back up too. When I choose these guys, this is one of my criteria when I choose an agent, I'm sitting on Zillow or Realtor uh, and looking at land listing agents and I pick them based on their beautiful uh, descriptions mm -hmm. and the number of sold properties that I can see online and things like that. I'll give you a great example and we'll end on this. Uh, Jill and I buy properties in certain specific areas and we uh, minor split them. So we'll take one APN and make it five. In certain cases, not all the time, it's not that often, but when it's zoned correctly and the acreage size is right and uh, the planets are all aligned, we go through the paperwork process of converting one APN into five. And then we resell it for a very specific use. In our cases, it's usually because it's now very conducive to put a mobile home on it. And we went to list a property recently with the person who just felt like it was better if we just sold it all as one. Oh, yeah. And so I went to, this is after it got listed and I wasn't involved in it and all, and, and uh, looked at my own listing and, and fell out of my chair. And there's steam coming out of my ears because nowhere, we bought a survey, nowhere is there an overlaid beautiful survey that tells the description like of, property. of, tells the whole story and the description about how that's, this is a small mobile home park waiting to be developed. Mm -hmm. It's pre-zoned. It's got great act. Why? That's why I bought it. Yeah. I bought it to we specifically do this. That's all done, ready to go. Instead, there's yeah. four or five Google Earth shots on there. One was an outline and it said, and maybe two sentences, it said, I, I lost it. I, I'll be honest. Two or three sentences. I hope it doesn't but work that's for okay. us anymore. No, 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 it does. It's okay. This is a coaching moment. It's a coaching moment, babe. Okay. It's <laughs> right, and And right now for me, this is a coaching moment. <laughs> you know, I'm uh, not as coachable, uh, coachable as I used to be. Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I, I can work with you. <laughs> Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow is Jack Thursday. I'm going to talk about minimum value product or MVP and how it applies to land investing. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. I look forward to that. I bet. Uh-huh. This is good because I'm curious exactly where you're going to go. And I like when I can just sit back and let you drive. Jack Thursday. Uh-huh. MVP. Hey, there you go. Hey, thanks for tuning in. By the way, don't forget, tomorrow is Thursday. And on Thursdays, on the first and third Thursday of every month, you can find us on Clubhouse. So go check out Clubhouse. Follow us. Join the Land Investing Club. And you'll get notified and you'll see our schedule. But it's the first and third Thursdays of the month. I want to say noon Pacific time. It's all but free. Oh, yeah, it's totally free. And check it out. It's really cool. It's like you could talk to us like we're on the radio. It's awesome. We're, we're Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property. <laughs>